Hi, welcome to the Drama Free Living Podcast. It's Dennis Lisa McEntee here again. And we are going to be talking about part two of um, this amazing article that I stumbled upon when I was doing my geeky research and just kind of enjoying myself, um, studying up on some things. And I found this article by Mark Chernoff and it's titled Four Little Things That Will Matter A Lot More To You In 40 Years. Yeah. So the first two real quick were the first two. The first one was treating your very limited time each day with care. And then the second one is the value of genuine relationships. And in three and four, I thought were just as just as powerful and just as impactful to me. And Lisa, I really appreciate you finding this like you find some of the coolest stuff that I would never find. And it's always beneficial and super helpful. It is super fun. It is, and I and I and I love it. It's just kind of what. It kind of what puts the spring in my step. But so for those that didn't hear the previous podcast, first, go back and listen to it. It'll give you a foundation. But we're talking about, you know, your life 40 years from now. Okay, if someone could sit down and say, listen, if I could sit down with myself and my 15 year old self or my 20 year old self and say, listen, when you get to be in your 50s, these are the things that you're going to wish you would have known and you're going to wish you would have told yourself. So let me tell them to you now. Yeah. And that's that's exactly kind of what this whole concept is, you know, and, and as you age, you do you learn the value of your time, you learn the value of genuine relationships and meaningful work and peace of mind. And and those things are so important because you know, we are imperfect and we are going to make mistakes and we are human. And the sooner that we can truly embrace that, you know, the better, because we're, it's going to happen. But the problem is we often get caught up in our own heads and in our own own minds. And we just, we, we don't know how to make our lives any better because things aren't going our way. And we're just wrapped up in the, we're wrapped up in the, the hamster wheel of life and things aren't going our way. And we just don't know how to make things any better or any different. Well, I think sometimes it's like, we don't even know how to measure our life, mm-hmm. right? And we have some of these like outside measurements. Well, how can you, how can you at 20 or at 30 or even at 40 know what you're, what you're going to want to measure your life as when you're 50, 60, 70, 80? I mean, I have no idea. I've never been 80. I've never been 70. Well, what I love about these four things is they're really like four measurements. They are four measurements. Right. So at 20, you can go, hey, how these am I are doing f- here? Yeah. How am I doing here? These are my four measurements. What do I need to improve in? What do I need to do more of? What do I need to do less of? And, and so they really kind of become like four measurements. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. so the, the third one, Lisa, and, I, and there's some fascinating ideas here in this third point is that, you know, the thing that to remember is that you want to engage passionately in whatever you choose to do. Right. In In whatever. In whatever. It kind of doesn't matter what you're doing. And sometimes the things that we're doing are not very fun. Okay. So here's the key thing. And especially like when you look out on the world and you research the internet or listen to podcasts, like there's a, there's a a lot of this like concept of like, you know, do what you love to do, do what you love to do. Right. And you'll never work another day in your life. Right. You got to deeply engage in the activities that move you. So like, what's your passion? Right. That's a big sort of and, catchphrase. And, and, and people spend hours and days and years and degrees, multiple degrees trying to figure out, OK, what is this thing that truly is, I'm passionate right. about? Or, or find myself. Right. And kind of end up navel gazing. So and, the, and these things are all there is value to a measure of all of that. Right. It's when you take it 
beyond the 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 measure of value and kind of hyper focus on it that it becomes a detriment well it almost becomes a little narcissistic it does right it's like my my passion my purpose right and, and i think like a sometimes a better question is is like whose success is on your mind right and who you know who who do you want to serve who do you want to help right it's like you know you're your, these passions have to be attached to like other people or they just become very hollow. They become very narcissistic, very self-centered. And I think a little bit, uh, that's part of my problem with the whole self-help movement a little bit is some of the narcissism that you see. It's, that's all, sort about of portray- it's all about me. Right now, here's the key point that I thought this really hit me is that, you know, that the key thing is to realize that almost any activity can move you if you let it. So it's almost like whatever you're doing, find the joy in it. Yeah. It's like find the fascination of it. Right. It's like be passionate, live curious. Yeah. Be passionate. And it's almost like, I think a great question is, is like finding the value of it. Right. Cause a lot of times, like there's this comparison trap and I, and I think that's the whole problem with social media, right. Is that I end up comparing my insides with other people's outsides. Because social media is everyone's outside there. It's everyone's stage. And we're not going to show the mess backstage on social media. Now I can say that some people have started to do that. And I really appreciate their, they're like, this is actually what's truly going on in my life. Yeah. And so let, let's kind of think about this. It's like, you know, passion comes from inside. Mm-hmm. It doesn't come from outside. Right. So passion doesn't come from the activity necessarily. It becomes, it comes from your motivation and your value attachment to that particular activity, yeah. right? When you see it as valuable right. and the thing about it is, is that who tells you what's valuable? Only you tell you what's valuable. Mm-hmm. And so really discovering, I think the purpose, the reason and, and, and live and do it passionately. I mean, if you, here's the thing, you're going to have to, right now you have to, but you're going to do it anyways. You're going to do something, right? You're going to do something. You're so going to live, you're going to work, you're going to have family members, you know, you may as well be passionate about it, passionate in a good way. Yeah. Well, and it's like, that's where I really saw is like passion really comes from the inside. It's not something, here's the thing, Lisa, it's not something outside that you discover. It's not something outside of yourself that you discover. It's that you something, drop from within. Right. You, something you, you drop. Right. You drop from in because think think about this when it's outside of you, it's really a scarcity mindset. Well, oh, when I don't have this. I don't have this. And right. Well, and when it's outside of you, if somebody else has control of you, yeah. somebody or something has control of you and your destiny when it's all outside of you. Well, and it's almost like this whole idea of chasing happiness, mm-hmm. right? And happiness is not a destination. I think happiness is something that you grow from the inside, Mm -hmm. right? It's like, I'm happy right now where I'm at and I'm becoming more and more happy. I'm sure there's things that I'd love to change. I wish certain things were different. Maybe in certain areas, it's tough, but it's kind of embracing, embracing the moment and the good of the moment. Yeah. We, we have a particular client in the round table and he, he told me, he says, one of the best things about being in the round table is learning this whole concept of, I can be happy, but not satisfied. Mm-hmm. Right. It's almost like you live happy. Happiness is not a destination. It's not something I'm chasing. Joy is not something I'm chasing. Passion is not something I'm chasing. It's actually something I'm creating. It's I'm becoming more and more and more joyful. Yeah, absolutely. And the, the, we have all of our, all of our kids are uh, adults. They're, they're 20 to 30. And um, I wish I 
would have been told this when I was in that age range. And, you know, we tried to communicate it to our kids, but um, it's, it's stop waiting for like the best thing and stop waiting for, for the best opportunity. It's just, it's, we spend too much time trying to make it all perfect in our heads before we ever even do it. It's, or trying to find the perfect thing. It's like, stop waiting for perfection. Stop waiting for, for, for that better thing out there and just do our best with what we have today. And then, and then make it better and put our whole heart, put our whole heart, put our whole soul into it. And, and don't, don't put my heart and soul into tomorrow my heart and soul into today yeah. the opportunity right in front of me yeah because if you do that if you if you're always thinking about tomorrow it's like you're kind of living life as a bystander kind of like in the grandstands instead of like just getting in the race right and it's like we live in the world like day to day and so let's be in let's be a passionate participant like today and so it's this whole idea of like you know i don't think passion can really be found is something you create from the inside. And, and also that's, it's something that maybe if you don't have it or you don't feel it, it's something to, to develop because that's, that's going to be a foundational um, trait that will carry you throughout your life and throughout the positive things and the negative things, right. the difficulties and the fun of I'm, life. I mean, that's a great point. It's really just a way of life. It's really a mindset. Mm-hmm. It really is. So here's a couple of great questions is like, when was the last time you sat down to work on something with zero distractions and hundred percent focus? I mean, when I'm hundred percent focused, there's a real passion and joy to that. You know, when was the last time you exercised and literally put every bit of effort you could muster into it? Right? Leave like, it all out. Just there. leave it all on, leave it all on the floor. Right. I mean, those are my best workouts when we're done with the trainer and I'm just, she says, okay, we're done. And, and I just want to throw up. Yeah. And I'm just laying <laughs> on the floor. I can't even get up. Like, you know, half my body weight and sweat is like all over the, all over the mat. And I've, but you know what? It's like, wow, I gave it all. I give everything that I had. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just really kind of put your heart and soul into it, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not necessarily tomorrow's task, but today's task. Mm-hmm. It's not tomorrow's run, but it's today's run, right? It's not tomorrow's conversations. It's today's conversations Yeah, and really be, you know, present and passionate. So passion comes from within. Yeah. And then the fourth thing is a mindset that brings you peace. And I thought... This was this was really interesting. Um, this quote from Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. It's for after for after all, the best thing one can do when it is raining is to let it rain. Let it rain. Let it rain. Let it rain. At least kind of unpack that because that's. I, I don't know. Twenty years ago, if I believed that, it it has to do <laughs> with. Um realizing what's going on and just kind of accepting it for, for, for me. Okay. You know, COVID, you know, lockdowns, all of this, you know, I could either wallow in the storm that we were in, or I could look and be like, okay, there is a storm happening. What's the, what's the good in it? What is, what is my happy thought in the midst of this this craziness, this terrible situation, you know, where is, where is the peace? Where is the calm for me personally throughout this, the whole shutdown and the pandemic and um, 
the ripple effect of, of all of that and, and finding that, Hey, my place of peace and calm was, I had an opportunity to dive deeper into my family relationships and get to know my family better. And maybe, maybe spend some time with them. These people that are, have been in my life forever and will be in my life forever. That was that was the acceptance of me just letting it rain. Well, you know, Lisa, I remember like during the pandemic, right? We used to do a lot of like these Zoom meetings. Like we got together with your your sister and brother-in-law and we said, hey, let's have drinks tonight. And we just both pulled up Zoom and we had our glasses of wine and they had their beer or whatever they had, right? And we just, we sat out on our deck and just chatted. And it, and then we said afterwards, we like, why don't we do this again? Why don't we do this more often? And, and, but you know what? And we've never done it again. I know that's what I was thinking. We've never done it since. And so almost like maybe there were some great practices in COVID that maybe you need to step back into. I don't know, right? You just, everybody kind of has to, you know, judge it themselves, and, and what that means is, is it's not, it, that doesn't mean that we don't care. That means, that does not mean that we didn't care about what was going on. We didn't care that it was crazy. It didn't mean that we didn't care about improving the quality of life. It didn't mean we didn't care about the reality of what was going on. It was just knowing that there are certain aspects of my life right now that are out of control and coming to grips with that and being okay with that. Because if I'm always trying to control those things that are out of my control, I am just going to be an incredibly frustrated and angry person. Well, and I think acceptance is kind of letting go and sort of allowing things to be the way they truly are and, and kind of just telling the truth. Yeah. Right. Cause I think all progress starts when you just tell the truth. It's like, this is how it really is. And in kind of stepping back and realize the only thing that you can control is yourself in your thoughts about those things. So at least we, we teach a model in our workshops is it's, it's the CIA model, mm-hmm. right? And so you step back in any circumstance or event, even maybe that frustrates you is that you CIA it is what are the things that I can control mm-hmm. and just telling the truth, right? There are certain, I can't control other people's behavior. Right. Right. Well, what are the things that I can influence? Mm-hmm. I do have influence over certain things. And then a, what are the things that I just need to accept? and processing through. And if you have to accept it, then choose to accept it. But maybe you can influence it. And there are some things that are are under your control. And so when I step back, it really helps me focus on being proactive. And I think the key with that is, is you have to step back. Yes, you're in the middle of craziness, but you have to take some time. You have to step back and out of it and try to look on it as an, as an outsider, as an onlooker, because if you are in the middle of it, you're just going to be in the middle of all the intensity of the emotions and the, the drama and, and those things, but being able to step back first, take a step back. And that's, that can be really hard. And so, and that can take some time and that might have to take some training to be able to step back. Yeah. And so, you know, part of like living a drama free life is controlling the things you can control. So Lisa, let's just kind of jump into this whole idea of air. Now we, we spell it like the British A-I-R-E and it's the air you breathe. And there are really four things that you can control. A, you can control your attitude, mm-hmm. right? You can't control outside circumstances, but you choose your attitude right? Nobody makes you feel anything. So you control your attitude. I, you can control your inputs. Yeah. Right. It's like my life changed when I stopped watching the news. Yes, absolutely. It just, and I, about three years ago, 
I just stop. I just stop watching. I read it. I know what's happening in the world, but I don't get that emotional intensity from just every morning. I would start my day at six o'clock, just had the news on and just would watch it. And that's really interesting because like for me an input, if I dive into, if I, when I first wake up in the morning, if I check uh, Instagram or I check Facebook or even emails, yeah. you know, those are inputs and they're going to completely affect the, my, my outlook on my coming day rather than me controlling the inputs and deciding, okay, what am I deciding my outlook's going to be? Yeah. So A-I-R-E, your attitude, your inputs and your response. Your response. Right. You you can't control the events around you, but you're ridiculously in charge of your response to those situations. And that determines really the outcome. And then E, your effort. You can control your effort. And so really like stepping back and go, okay, my attitude, my inputs, my response and my effort, what can I do? I can't change these other things. This is a reality, but I've got A-R-E. How can I use A-R-E to actually modify? A-I-R-E. A-I-R-E, right. <laughs> we we forgot the inputs. Got to keep the inputs right. in there. Right, but but how can, I, how can I use those four tools? And here's what I want you to think about. They're four tools. They are four tools. How and they're use- totally in your control. Absolutely. So how do I use those tools to modify the outcome? Mm-hmm. So I, I think, and at the end of the day, Lisa, it's like it, peace comes from the inside. It doesn't come from the outside. Yeah. Right. You can be tossed around by the waves. We've done a podcast on that, right? Tossed about the waves. And all the water can get in your boat, but it's not going to sink you if it doesn't get in your boat. Now here's if you let it, if you get it out. Yeah. And so here's an interesting idea is that peace of mind arrives the moment you come to peace with what's on your mind. We've had a lot of conversations about that because yeah. there'll be, there'll be a thought, there'll be, there'll be a situation that'll happen. Yeah. And it goes back to the story that you're telling yourself. There's a situation that'll happen and immediately maybe anger or frustration will come up because the story I'm telling myself about the situation maybe not, is not even true, or, or maybe I could just be telling myself a better story. Yeah. I mean, how many times like with team members, this is, this has happened to me where, you know, I'll see a a behavior by a team member and I'll immediately attach like a story to it. And then all of a sudden they meant this, they're doing this because they don't have, they're not getting this thing done or. Yeah. And and then I'm mad about it for, for a couple hours. And it's not even true. Yeah. And so it's like, I got to come to peace with like, even what's on my mind. Mm -hmm. And so really peace, peace of mind comes from the inside, not the outside. And I think that's the key to drama-free living is that you own yourself, right? And you realize that, you know, what you do flows out of who you are and your outsides are really created by your insides. Yeah. And so really take control of your insides. Cause when you're always like putting that blame or complaining about things that are outside, you're totally in the drama. You're just Absolutely. a poor victim. Absolutely. It goes, and you don't have to be. No, it's totally a choice. I think, and that's the key. Right. And it's like, do things happen to you or do they happen for you? Absolutely. And I think that's the value of having these genuine relationships around you, because like you can see, Dennis, when I'm going into that, you can you can see it on my on my on my um, expressions. You can see it in my body language when I have just given up full control of my life to you know, the craziness around me. And sometimes I'm in the middle of it and I don't even know that I need to step back. Sometimes I'm so in the middle of it and you can say, Hey, what's going on? Is everything okay? It seems to me like you are whatever. And 
And it's, it's, it's bringing that awareness to me, but if I didn't allow you to get to know me so well, and if I didn't allow you to, if I didn't allow myself to be vulnerable to you, then you would never know what's going on. And it's almost like vulnerability, like creates that strength. Mm -hmm. It creates like a place of strength for other people to really kind of step in. And I, I, I like this statement, Lisa, and maybe we can kind of close with this is that, you know, you don't get to choose everything in your life. And I think people get mad because it's like, well, this and this, I didn't choose this. this. I don't deserve this. Right. Exactly. And you get into that drama, but it's like, you don't get to choose everything, right? You only get to choose what you do about it. Yeah. That's, and we talk about that all the time. Yeah. It's like, you know, you can either complain or create, you just can't do both. So you choose. Yeah. And so our encouragement is, is that, you know, you create it. It's almost like, you know, at least we we play a lot of uh, Euchre and um, in cards, Mm -hmm. right. And, and how many times is it like, it's not the best hand that wins, right. It's like, you, you've got these cards, but if you're not a good player, right. How many times have we taught people maybe in the very beginning, we're teaching them Euchre and they have this amazing hand and I have this really bad hand, but because I've played for so long, and I know how to play the cards. Mm-hmm. I can actually win the hand, even though you had better cards. Absolutely. And it's like, you can't control the cards that you're dealt. You can't, but you can still win in life. Absolutely. It's like, it, it doesn't matter. And so stop blaming the cards. Well, and and with that is, is you don't get so wrapped up when you've got a terrible hand. You don't get so wrapped up in those cards on man. I've got a bad hand. This is just not going to go well. I'm just going to try to keep from getting getting penalized too much from losing too many points rather than being like, okay, you know, I've got these cards. What kind of strategy can I use to, I mean, it's like, it makes the game even more intriguing and it makes it even more fun. It's like, okay, this sucks. How can I turn this to be like so amazing? Yeah. And you kind of keep that creative, you know, flair and that creative momentum in your life. So, you know, don't get mad at the cards that you're dealt. Like I get it, right? We can't control a lot of things. We can't control, you know, um, where we came from, where we're brought up, right? Where you the know, things that happen to us. Yeah, but we can have, we can, we do have a say in what happens in the future. Yeah, and we have and a, it's our perspective and our take on life and what we do with it. Yeah, we have ultimate say in what happens in us. Absolutely. Right. I, I have no say sometimes in what happens to me, but I have ultimate say in what happens in me. So Lisa, kind of just kind of wrap us up here. This has been just, a, I, I appreciate this article. We're going to give you the uh, notes. We'll give the link. We'll give the link in the uh, podcast notes just so that you have it. And um, yeah. So what we talked about today is the, um, the last two engaging passionately in whatever you choose to do. Don't wait to find that thing that's just whatever you choose to do. Don't don't wait to find that thing that just consumes you in the in whatever your hands find to do, do it with all your might. And then the last one is to to just have a mindset of peace. Just things are going to happen and you're not going to have control and it's okay just let it go. Yeah. You, you want to sing that song too? Let I, it go. You don't even know that song. I, 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 don't, I don't get paid to sing. I get paid not to sing. Yes. Where people actually pay me not to sing. Hey, can you come and not <laughs> sing? We're going to give you this much money. I go, I can absolutely not sing for you. Right. Okay, good. Hey, this has been fun, Lisa. And um, we'll see you next time on the Drama Free Living Podcast. <laughs>